The Little Orphan and OK Show, brought to you by Ovaltine. Remember, kids, drink your Ovaltine. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're headed to the Great Salt Plains to dig for crystals. And a little bit later, Milo's Tea is doing a $20 million add-on. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So we, uh, you attended a major shindig this year. I did. Your son's second birthday. Second. Number two. Number two of many more to come. I am going to say yeah. that your son... Is spoiled? No. I mean, yes, your son is spoiled, but yeah. that's not what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Your son was the only person at that party. No, let me rephrase that. Your son was the person least likely to give a crap about anything that was happening anything. at his party. Anything. And my question is, and maybe it's been a long time since I've raised a toddler, when do kids really start to kind of zone in on what's going on? Three, four. Really? Yeah. Two, year, two years old, one... First birthday, second birthday. Yeah. First birthday, they may care about the wrapping, mm-hmm. but second birthday, they they might like the wrapping, they might like the balloons, whatever it is, it's not going to be what you think it is. Well, you know what, I'm at this stage where I'm like, when Carson does something, I'm like, how come he's not reacting? Is he a sociopath? Like, I'm, you know, I'm worried that, <laughs> is, is he, is this always going to be this way? <laughs> I just... I don't want him to bring me a dead dirt and dead dead bird and say, "Dad, look what I did." I'm like, uh, "We need to call someone fast." <laughs> so I, I, again, I don't remember when kids kind of start to lock into what's going on around them, but there was so much going on for somebody that is raised by a center of attention. He sure doesn't know how to be a center of attention. Yeah, he didn't care. Like not he a had care. No, none. He, like, yeah, we could do this, or I could be anywhere else right now. It's like looking at his watch. Yeah, mom is unwrapping the presents and taking all of the pictures of the, the toys. All like, the- hold this so I can take a picture. Right, stand there. Like, can we Photoshop the kid back in the picture? Yeah. With a freaking cigar hanging out of my mouth. But tons of fun. Uh, and one of these days I want to talk about major birthdays, because I've had this made, this argument about what's a, what are the big birthdays. I say, I really think they're all pretty big. You know, 45's coming up, and maybe I'm being narcissistic. You are being horribly narcissistic. Nobody cares about 45 but you. They don't? No. I, what do, What new do you get to do when you turn 45? It just it Do has you get a, to fly a, fr- a fighter jet? No. Do you get free, I don't know, free entry into movies? No. Do you get a discount on anything? No. Dude... It has no... Then why is there like a forty-five caliber handgun? It's important because they're... They, they're important. No, they, those two things have nothing to do with one another. It's a big number, man. Forty-five is big. How, why is there a 45th Street? Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't... In my mind, I think it's, you know, 1, 5, 10... 13, 16, 18, 21, 30. Done. So nothing after so fifty no. doesn't matter. No, I tell it to somebody that just turned fifty. I, you tell it to somebody who just said turned fifty, and they're like, "Shut the hell up!" I'm a half a century I'm still old. Forty. A half a century old is a pretty big deal. Don't no, you think it's not? no. And the, even the hundred one, the the only people who care about somebody hitting a hundred 
is the local newscaster. Right. Nobody else cares. Yeah, the hundred year old's going. Yeah, just use the memory foam pillow if you're gonna put me out. <laughs> exactly. Well, anyway, we had a tons of fun, and uh, you know, we don't always get to do everything. Well, I do think. That there are lots of wholesome activities yes. that you can do with your children. At in, any age. In today's episode <laughs> is specifically geared towards that, I think, oh, yeah. my personal opinion. To me, it's like really an intro level to archaeology and like treasure hunting. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to have a degree or even have a junior archaeological, you know, merit no. badge. But the Great Salt Plains State Park is one of the most unique state parks in, in the in the country. I, I think so. It's in Jet. The first non-Native Americans yeah. to visit the area were members of the Sibley Expedition in mm-hmm. 1811. And they they originally named it Grand Saline. What happened to that expedition? When you think of people that are part of the Donner parties in the Sibley Expedition, did they have to eat themselves when they, once they got there? I think they ate salt. There's a lot because there's a lot of salt. Like if you're going to win in Rome, if you're going to get salt, it's going to be from the Great Salt Plains. One of the cool factoids about this place is President Herbert Hoover designated an area of the Salt Fork east of Cherokee as a national wildlife refuge in 1930. Where do we get the salt, you ask? It's leftovers from a prehistoric sea. Hello. Right? Yes, it is. The Great Salt Plains is about half as salty as the actual ocean. What makes it half as salty? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. I, I think there are less sea turtle tears in the lake than there are in the ocean. But something, another interesting geological fact is there's a, a saline aquifer that still flows underneath to kind of help replenish the salt. There is. But this thing is really huge. It's 840 acres with 41 miles of shoreline. In the average depth, this is something that's probably important for you to know, Brett. Why? Because I'm scared of deep water? The average depth is four feet. So it's a, it's a prehistoric wading pool. Yes. Here's something I found extremely interesting. In 2019, at the height of the pandemic, do you want to know how many people visited the Great Salt Plains in 2019? I would love to know. Over 130,000 people, most of which were from all parts of the United States. Not here. Not here. Yes. This place draws, I mean, they come from all over. There are tags from all over the country that come to this place. Yes. And it's kind of, I mean, it's open from April to October. Yeah, it's basically open during the not freezing weather. The not freezing weather. And there are a ton of activities in the area. You can swim in the Great Salt Plains Lake. There's hiking. Dude, the nature trails, it's gorgeous. The scenery is amazing. And you can really just kind of explore it. This is is a unique environment. You can bring your horses and ride on designated trails. They don't have horse rental available in the area, though, so that's something you actually have to have to bring your own. Yeah. Fishing at the lake, I didn't think... I didn't actually even think that there were fish well at four foot it seems like it'd be pretty well, you that's could just, just the average depth, i was gonna so. say you could just reach down and grab one at four feet yeah but i mean they've got they've got catfish sawgai sand bass all sorts of stuff out there and you can fish from the actual shore or you can you know hop in a boat kayak canoe well another thing that you don't think about in a place that's so desolate 
if this place is a, a a destination, probably one of the top destinations for bird watching in the country. Yeah, there are a lot of migratory migratory birds that pass through the area. You like birds? I like to watch birds. I like to take pictures of birds. I like when the birds visit my front yard. Really? Do you I, feed them? No. You just like it when they show up? They do all the time. Like I, it's if, weird. In my neighborhood, I've got, there are two doves. Two just gray, plain old, plain old, not a white dove, just two plain gray doves that kind of, they go from one one tree across the street to my tree, and there used to be four crows around. Mm-hmm. But I think they ran the crows off. Those buggers were big. But yeah, I like to I I, I like to bird watch, especially if I, I don't have to go very far to do it. But if I'm digging for crystals, I wouldn't mind watching for some birds too. Yeah, they have uh, about three hundred different species of protected birds that <clears throat> birds that live in the area. And you've hinted at it a couple of times sure. now. This is the only place in the world where you can hunt for gather and keep hourglass-shaped selenite crystal mm-hmm. in the area. There's a catch. What? They have a 10-pound minimum a day. You're only allowed to, to leave with 10 pounds worth per person. Right. I mean, if I found one, I think it would be cool. Yeah, I would be excited. But people take it. They get down. Like On average, there's like 100 people there digging for crystals. Mm-hmm. I know some people that have gone. I don't know too many people that because some of them are just below the surface, but there's some people that have like a like an area like they're looking for a T-Rex dug out and, and they've got their shovels and their picks and their spades and their yada yada yadas. I think it would be cool if I could just find one under the surface. I would be happy. Well, I mean, that's there is a layer of the of those crystals just under the surface of the salt plains. And like I said, they're they're usually in the shape of an hourglass. Yeah. Which I think is unique. I don't. See I think that I think those are the only type of crystal that has that, that selenite that has that shape that runs through it like that. Because the crystal itself is not cylindrical, but it's it's the shape. It's like a vein inside of it that has an hourglass shape. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think overall the crystal is the shape of a crystal, but the coloring on the inside is hourglass looking. Right, me. right, yeah, yeah. That is the way I, I see it. Well, they you, they recommend when you go out there to dig, take some water to drink, some water to rinse off and clean your crystals, maybe an extra pair of clothes. And because of the salt plains being, it's white, you're more apt to get a sunburn from the reflection and being out, I mean, you're literally out in the middle of, Right, sunblock, sunblock, sunglasses, big hat, big floppy yeah. hat, and I think that's something. If you're a rookie, you probably don't you 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 probably pack too light. Oh, yeah, I would think I would think for sure. Yeah, but you basically need to think about it like you're on a in a giant tanning booth because right. the, the light hits you from every direction. Or I I don't know why I think about it. I think about Dune, even though it's sand versus salt plains are being like. Walking it through the desert with one of those, you know, the hats, the American Legion hats, you know, what I mean? mm-hmm. <laughs> and seeing like uh, mirages and stuff like that. I hate. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the heat, so I would definitely plan ahead on this one. Yeah, I think my personal opinion, and this is kind of one of the earlier in the spring or later in the fall, and mm-hmm. not necessarily in the middle of July. Absolutely. Um, as far as places to stay, though, they've got you covered. They've got some eco-friendly cabins. Each of those cabins has its own bed, a refrigerator, a stove, among other amenities. 
They do have overnight camping available, either RV campsites or tent sites, and they have you know the the standard camping. Right, comfort they're stations. going to say the the creature comforts of most RV RV parks and camping sites with the comfort stuff. Yeah, absolutely. For more information, check out travelok.com forward slash state parks. And coming up next, if you're into Milo's tea like me, you're going to love what you hear. Ah, love to be able to quench my thirst. And I really like to quench my thirst in a custom-made cup. Have you seen my new cup? No, I have not. It's a tailboard apparel cup. Can you believe this? There's a tailboard apparel cup that I can quench my my newfound thirst with. with well, well, I mean, better yet, a newfound cup that I can... Better yet, a newfound cup that I can quench my, my never-ending thirst with. And you can have one, too. And you all can have one. But more importantly... Yes. You can have a cup with your own business name on it. Right. And the way that you can do that is mm-hmm. to reach out to Tailboard Apparel and speak to Ronnie Davenport. He is a firefighter, yes, a screen printer, a, a party host, a movie director, a movie direct director, and a photographer. Absolutely, and he can put your logo on just about anything, including cups, cups, fanny packs, t-shirts, hats, polos, hats, all of it. And if you don't have a logo that you like, he can help you refresh the one that you got. So if you need some cups or shirts or hats or you name it, he can do it all. So give him a call for a free quote. It's 405-517-2174. Catch him at tailboardapparel.com. So I'm a tea drinker. I've also been accused of spilling the tea. Yes, we do have some tea to spill. (laughs) To the tune of about $20 million. Yes, there is a news story. From Grant Stephen over at News on Six, mm-hmm. twenty million dollar expansion at Milo's Tea Plant is underway. I am going to be one hundred percent honest. I do believe there was a time when I thought Red Diamond Tea was the king, and maybe I'm partial to Milo's Tea now because it only recently did I realize that they even had a plant here in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's near Owasso. This twenty million dollar expansion, though is adding 50 new jobs not bad in Owasso, which again you know we celebrate the achievements the additions of companies that are here in oklahoma right this is no exception so well you know milo's tea is is the top sweet tea you know this is sweet tea country oklahoma is sweet tea country milo's is the top seller of sweet tea in the nation since 2020 i did not know that Now you do. But their plant in Owasso opened about a year and a half ago, and they're growing this place so fast that a year and a half later, they're having to spend $20 million to expand it. So not only does this, not only is this adding 50 new heads to the, yeah, to the Milo tea plant, but you, you got to think of all of the surrounding businesses, all of the construction businesses involved in this process. That's a huge influx of jobs and act in financial activity in the area. Well, well, you mentioned the new, you know, some some fifty new warm bodies, which they're more than just warm bodies, but they're going to fill a thirty one hundred square foot addition. That's yeah. a big. That's a big add on. According to the operations manager, even with the extra man, 
the extra men and the machine power. Yeah. He said there's still a real possibility that they're going to have to expand again. Well, I mean, you know, you, like I said, you're in the sweet tea capital of the world. That's a lot of, that's a lot of tea to spill, not spill, not spill and to produce to not have to add on. But again, more to the point, yet again, another corporation that's kind of investing in, in Oklahoma has made Oklahoma either a home or a substation. And it just adds, it just, it's, Adds more fruit to the labor force, honestly. It does. And again, you know, the, those are tax dollars that go right back into the community and allow that those communities to thrive, to grow, to expand, to put on a new festival that, you know, maybe a sweet tea festival. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Well, if you're looking for a new festival to go to, if it's the sweet tea festival, it's the Rose Rock or the Rattlesnake Festival, we are your one-stop shop. We are. We have a new show every week. Every single week. And what we would like from you is for you to let us know how we're doing mm-hmm. and what festivals you want us to cover. Listen, okay, we're number 57 in Australia. We were number 57 in Australia, which, again, I think is funny. <laughs> I I get it. You know, yeah. I think they're locked down policies have been a little bit more stringent than right. ours. They're so. like, what are we going to, we're running out of things to listen to. What is it going to be now? Well, there's this new show in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I've never been to bloody Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've, we're, we're turning over different leaves in different, uh, <laughs> parts of the world. Eucalyptus leaves. Eucalyptus leaves. Well, do your due diligence. Tell everybody about us. We are the only in OK show. I am Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. Okay, uh, we'll start with everything with a sh sound. A shovel, a sh shank, <laughs> seashells, a shoe. Let's go. Hey, <coughs> slow down, dude. So, moon, moonshot, moon, moon landing, rib- moon river. Moon river. Whatever moon show movie I was telling you about, yeah. don't bother. Why? Turd sandwich. You see, in the problem I... I I don't take your advice on movies. Don't. You don't take my advice on Italian food. I I don't take your advice you, I, on movies either. It's rare that you say turd sandwich about something, and I agree. I don't want to talk about the last movie, okay? I don't want to talk about the last movie that came out that you said. Was The Batman better than Moonfall? Um, a, made, a lifetime made-for-TV Christmas movie would have been better than no, Moonfall. I'm, I'm, you, you can't bring yourself to, to compare the two. Dude, I did not like the Batman. You I did can... not say that. I'm asking, is it better than Moonfall? Yes. Okay, there you go. But That's I what also I wanted to hear. think the original Batman movie was better than the Batman. I don't think so. I don't Michael think so. Keaton. I don't think so. Ridiculously I... over the top. Michael Keaton was better than the Bat. And I love Batman '89, but I just don't. I they're they're in two different leagues. They are, dude. It it's a shitty movie. I do not understand how you came away with the thoughts that you did on that movie. I Superb. literally, I literally watched that movie. Wonderful. The whole time, thought, how did Brett like this at all? Amazing, stunning. 
Yeah, I don't think just spectacular. Those are not the words that are coming out of other people either. So spectacle, testicle. What does it have? Like a twenty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes? No, no. I'm looking it up. Look it, look it up. I guarantee it's a plus eighty. Okay, everything's a plus eighty. Go see, see what it is. I'm gonna say ninety, ninety, ninety-five. What do I get if it is? Movie ratings. IMDb. Does it list it? Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic is another one. Eighty-five percent. You said ninety ninety five. Okay. Well, your buddy um, Ben Shapiro hated it. So why is he my buddy? I don't even listen to Ben Shapiro. I thought you did. No. But you like the Daily? What is it? The, the Wire. Daily Wire. Yeah. As a company, I like them. Uh, Metacritic. Meta. <laughs> I just want the words to go in there. Thank you. Seventy two percent Metacritic. Seventy two. But see, it's a As turd, dude. That's a turd. Okay. uh... Alien. <laughs> this, is all, this is the last one we really talked about. Versus Predator, Rotten Tomatoes, 21%. Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't say that I liked Alien versus Predator. The last Lost Boys that came out. Um, what? That's probably 1%. <laughs> we literally watched it to laugh at it. If that's why you went to this, then okay, I can deal with that. I think it was called Lost Boys. 69 on, on Metacritic. Okay. Well. What is... Um, Moonfall. Moonfall. Moon. I bet it did better. Fall. Space travel is a big thing, right? People are really into the space exploration stuff right now. Dude, it was, uh, I mean, it literally, you could watch it and go, like, literally, you can't watch the movie and go, that's literally not possible. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Oh my God, that's stupid. So suspending disbelief is impossible. Is impossible. It has a 4.5. That's got to be out of 10, right? No. I bet it's out of 5. Metascore is a 41. Okay. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, how do I expand? So, either way, either way, the Batman, you it outperformed Moonfall via Metacritic, and you're even admitting that it's a better movie. The Batman's a better movie than Moonfall. Yeah, but I also said that a Lifetime movie, a, a Lifetime Christmas movie it's better. <laughs> is better than Moonfall. I might have to watch it. Dude, it is shit. Is it because it looks like it's going to be nominated for something? Or it was. Okay, here's a review. Okay. The bad news is that Moonfall isn't a great movie. The good news is that it is hugely enjoyable for most of its running time. Not true. How long is it? Two, out, two hours, two and a half hours? Uh, I think it's two... I'll have to Why? find it. How do you... I'll have to find it. You rented it on Voodoo, though, didn't you? Was it 2 Emmerich. Emmerich is the person that... Uh, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Man. This person said it's so unapologetically absurd and so very fun. Like, unapolog- unapologetically um, absurd? Yeah. It's not supposed to be absurd. Yeah. They don't apologize for it being absurd because they didn't think it was. Yeah, I mean, they sure didn't bill it as a... Um, a slapstick comedy? Or, or a, a popcorn flick. But again, like I said, I think right now, space exploration isn't like a... Is that a peak, is it at other a, a than, peak right now? Other than the visual delights, Moonfall isn't much fun. Huh. First hour, pretty lousy and not much fun. Second hour, pretty lousy but more fun. And the movie has the benefit of getting stranger and stranger as it gyrates. That doesn't... Only, the only thing I know that's gotten stranger and stranger is it gyrates of Elvis throughout his career. That would be... Sorry. 
but I'll have to watch it. Moonfall makes its big ideas feel small and unimportant. I would I would give it that. It's stupid. Yeah. And sometimes you chuckle. What are some of the best, real, real quick, some of the best space exploration movies of, say, the last 10 years? I don't know if there are a lot, dude. What about that George Clooney movie? With him Solaris and or Solaris? whatever? I thought it What was the one with Matt Damon? Matt Damon. Which one? Where he's based on the book. He oh, grows crops on Mars or whatever. Mars or whatever. Life Ma- on Mars. Life on Mars. Whatever it was. Uh, that wasn't bad. But it primarily stuck to scientific concepts. They didn't just go, well, you know, what if... Uh, what if he didn't have to fly to Mars? What what if he could take a Volkswagen bug? Okay, so I'm going to take it back long way back. As much as Top Gun made you want to fly a fighter jet or a MiG 27 or 23 or whatever, Space Camp, that movie made you want to be a freak made you yeah. want to made you want to be an astronaut. Mm-hmm. They don't make movies like that anymore. Man. No, they don't. Fly to the Intruder? I mean, come on, man. I'm, I'm going to have to say Fly to the true Intruder. Fly to the Intruder, I'm sorry, is... No, Fly to the Navigator. Fly to the Navigator. That's is, it. Has a lot of thematic ties to the Atom Project. Oh, it does. I ah. think... Have you not seen the Atom Project I haven't Project watched yet? it yet. Dude, you got to i got to scroll me. away some time to get it. Starman? Nah, not so much. But as far as like sci-fi, Starman's a classic. Yeah. Enemy Mind. The Last Starfighter. Last Starfighter. Thank you. I love that. And that, that that was like at the peak of the arcade generation, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I wanted so that and Tron. I wanted so bad to get sucked into the freaking to Flynn's machine back then. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think the beauty of sci-fi in the eighties was its simplicity. I think as much as I like it to look like they're really in space, there was something about like two thousand one, a space odyssey and things <laughs> like that that you ready to kick this pig? Yes. You need pee, you need to fill her up. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. We're headed to the Great Salt Plains to dig for some crystals. And a little bit later, Milo C three, two, he one. Stop. On that. Okay, got it. <sighs> three, two, one. Three, two, one. 